Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching. And the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited. So go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. And Today's episode is going to be a fun one. I'm going to do part updates, Dr. Morgan updates, like what's going on in my life, because it always surprises me that a lot of you actually want to know like, Hey, what's Dr. Morgan up to? So I'm just going to share about where I'm at in my relationship and my life and what I'm excited about and some of my own growth areas and my own things that I struggle with. So a little bit of a vulnerable update. And then I want to get into growth mindset. And I think these two topics will go together. My life updates at growth mindset, because that's part of what allows me to grow and do all the things and create all the things is always having a growth mindset. So Life updates for me. Number one, I just want to say thank you to this community. We are actually surpassing the 2 million listens mark, which is incredible. When I first started this podcast, I made a promise that I would do it for a year. 
And if no one listened after a year, I would stop recording. And it was just that commitment of, I'm going to show up no matter what the outcome is, I'll do it for a year. And here we are. It's definitely been successful. And I'm just so grateful every day that it's helping people. The DMs that you send, the reviews that you leave. I know that there's a lot of people that this podcast has helped. So I'm just taking a moment to be incredibly grateful for that. Thank you to all of you who have tuned in, who have made this podcast what it is. And I hope that you share it with someone. If you know there's someone who really needs help in their relationship life or in their healing journey, that you share this podcast with them. And thank you. Thank you for being part of it. Let's see. Other updates. So some of you know that I was living in Florida in Cape Coral, where the hurricane was. And it was the craziest thing. So I was, I'm living there with my partner and we had planned a trip to Montana to come out for October because I was hosting the empowered, secure love live retreat in October. So we planned this trip and we're going back and forth. Do we fly? Do we drive? Do we take our dogs? Do we not take our dogs? When should we go? And this was one of those moments in my life where I swear I had intuition and I really tuned into what I wanted, what I felt like was best. We had a lot of people saying like, oh, I'll, I'll take care of your dogs. We have a neighbor who adores our dogs, right? She's like, I'll take care of your dogs. Don't, don't take them on the road trip with you. But I just had this strong intuition and I had firm boundaries. And I said, we're taking our dogs with us. And then I also had this strong feeling that we needed to leave earlier than we had planned. So we left a day earlier and we boarded up the house because we knew the hurricane was going to come, but we had no idea how bad it would be. Um, but basically, because I listened to my intuition and we left a day early, we had no trouble getting out of Florida and we brought our dogs with us and everyone was safe. You know, we, we basically lost a fence in the hurricane, the, the hurricane came and it blew our fence away. And it's just one of those moments in my life where I'm so grateful that I paused and I listened to my internal voice that said, Hey, this is what you need to do. Even if it didn't make sense to other people, particularly the whole like flying versus driving people are like, you're crazy to drive from Florida to Montana. But I knew that's what we needed to do. I needed to have my car out here and it all worked out. So I want to encourage you that sometimes there's a lot of external noise and people want to give us advice about what to do. The most powerful thing you can do is actually pause, slow down and tune into yourself. You really do know what is best for your life, right? So learning to pause and slow down and listen to your intuition um, but such a heartbreaking event, the hurricane and seeing how it impacted Southwest Florida. Um, we had neighbors that were impacted. We have friends and, you know, folks that 
my partners close with who were impacted and it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. So just feeling all the emotions with having gone through that. And then I'll go right into the empowered, secure love retreat. Y'all heard me talk about it. It was so incredible. This business that we've had, the, um, Dr. Morgan coaching, which I am a, I always say I'm an accidental entrepreneur. I'm a heart centered entrepreneur. I just want to help people. And in this whole three year span, we really weren't able to do anything in person because of the pandemic. Right. So this was the first opportunity to be in person and it exceeded any expectations I had. It was incredible. Um, we had one of our lovely clients come all the way from New Zealand and she was just such a light, such an incredible person to meet in person. And I can honestly say that that time with those retreat attendees really filled me up with joy and purpose and reconnected me to all the meaning behind why I do what I do. And it was a life-giving experience, but I want to talk about it. I want to, I want to tell you the behind the scenes was I was terrified to put that event on and the idea that, Oh, wow, I'm going to speak in front of people, even though I speak all the time on the podcast, I'm, you know, I'm good at speaking. It was this idea that, wow, I'm going to be in person in front of people speaking live. And I am so grateful that I have trained myself to realize that fear is just a symptom of, wow, you've never done it before. Because otherwise, maybe I would have let that fear win and maybe I wouldn't have ever done an event, but I have trained my brain. And this is part of growth mindset that, Hey, when there's fear, it's just a sign that you've never done it before. It's just a sign that it's new and you're growing. <clears throat> so I was able to work through any fears I had and have an incredible experience hosting women live, watching the healing happen live, watching the tears happen live, giving people hugs. It was incredible. And I'm so excited to do it again in 2023. We will absolutely be doing it again. And I, I can't wait to put it on again. So likely we'll be in Bozeman again. I know all the women who came said they loved Bozeman, Montana, shout out my home state. So we'll, we'll likely do the same location. Obviously those details will come in 2023. And then in other news, this is another big part of my life update. There's like two parts to this update. Um, I have so many updates, y'all. Like, let's just go through the list. Okay. In other news, I am building a house. I've never owned a home. This is the first home I've owned. The, the funny thing is, is it's taken me years to get to this place of putting down roots. As a child of a lot of chaos in my life. There was a lot of moving. I actually moved 13 times as a child. I know that, that some of you can relate to that. 
Um, but yeah, from birth to 18, I moved 13 times. And I think I was so used to that, that I recreated that pattern in my adult life. And through my own work, I realized this, I knew it was going on. I was aware I was doing it and I was still doing it of recreating chaos in my living, living space and my routines and my community, like not having that be stable and be consistent. I was creating it and I was aware of it. So a couple of years ago, I became aware of that. Right. And I said, I want to change this. I do want to put down roots. And I started being open to where is the place I want to put down roots. And I surrendered to the process. And when I tell you, I looked at Zillow every single day, I am not exaggerating. I spent probably about two years of looking at Zillow every single day and allowing myself to be open to where is, where is this place? And I thought, Oh, maybe it's Miami. Maybe it's Austin. Maybe, maybe it's on my family's land in all Montana. We have 90 acres. Maybe I need to be on my family's land. Um, and I was open and I took action because sometimes we talk about surrender and we think, oh yeah, just surrender and it'll come. But we forget to say, hey, surrender and take action. And not only action, but take messy action. One of my female mentors, Lori Harder, talks about this concept, take messy action, even when you don't know what the answer is. So I did that. I took messy action. I looked on Zillow every day. I looked in all different locations. And finally, um, probably about a year and a half ago ish, um, I had gotten clarity that I wanted to be in Bozeman, Montana. So that narrowed it down, right? So I start looking in Bozeman and um, it's, I mean, there, there's so there's so many details I could go into. So I'm trying to think what's most important for y'all, but I'm looking in Bozeman and I kept running into either the lots are tiny and the house is beautiful. Like I love the house, but the lot is tiny or oh, it's a beautiful plot of land. There's three, four acres and the house is just uh, not, not good. So I kept running into, I can't quite find what I want, right? Or it's way out of my budget. So finally, I started opening myself up to, well, what's important and how do I, how do I make this work? And I started to look at land, because I thought that's really like, when I think about what I really desire in a home and an environment, I really value space. I value wide open space. And I never used to value that. So it's also a reminder that your values can change your priorities and what you want in life can change. I was a city girl. I was downtown San Diego. I wanted to be able to walk to yoga. I wanted to be able to walk to the coffee shop. 
and I didn't want to have to drive anywhere. And I did not care if there was sirens and people and chaos. I was very comfortable with that. But as I've grown and as I've done my own healing work, and as I've really cultivated my own inner peace, what I've realized is I highly value environments that connect me to my inner peace and help me stay connected to my internal world. And what that means is a more peaceful environment, right? So I'm looking at land and I go to these plots of land and I'm just like driving around, you know, and I found a realtor, but I'm going to be totally honest that it was really me that put in the work, like a realtor's great, but it was still me. I was finding these plots of land. Um, this is multiple trips. I'm, I'm telling you, this is like, it didn't just happen. So this is that whole surrender, hold a vision, but do the work. So I'm going to these places, I'm looking at land and I go to this, this piece of land one day that was never like an area that was on my radar. Um, and actually people told me like, Oh, it seems like it's kind of far out, et cetera. But I go and I'm driving there and it's the most beautiful drive. You drive by, you're right by a river. There's trees. It's green, just gorgeous. When I was looking, it was January. So it was snow-capped mountains. And I go to this plot of land and I get there and I just have this feeling, this is it. This is the land. And I can't, I get goosebumps when I think about it, but I knew, I knew that that was the land and I'm going to leave. And I was like, oh, I'll just walk around. I want to see the, the neighboring houses, which you have to walk to because it's a five acre plot. So you got to like walk a little bit. So I'm walking up the road. I get to the cross street. I look up the cross street to my street is called Morgan Drive. I'm on park and there's a cross street called Morgan. And I broke down in that moment because I knew that it was a sign of confirming this was my, this was my home. The thing I prayed about finding roots, finding a place to be. I had in that moment, the confirmation that this was it. This was, this was home for me. So I go through that whole process and then guess what? I couldn't find, couldn't find a builder because I wanted to build. But what I did is I started, I looked at so many houses and I found houses that I liked and I didn't have anyone else do this for me. I called up the builder. I found like three houses I liked. I noticed they were by the same builder. I called them up directly and I started that process. Even though I know nothing about doing this, I've never done it before. I took messy action and I can tell you all now, the house is finishing and it will be done in January of 2023. So all of these steps I took also when I had no idea, I, I started taking the steps on this before I was in a relationship. Like the first initial steps of looking, I didn't wait to say, oh, I need a partner 
And then I'll figure this out. I listened to what was important to me and I started taking steps. And of course I did involve my partner. I let him know what was going on. And then we got to have some really difficult conversations about relocating from Florida to Montana. So part of my update is I want to share with you all that I practice what I preach. We talked through our values. We talked through what was important to us. And we did mutually decide that we're moving to be in Montana in three forks, tiny, tiny town. And we will be there nine months out of the year. So, and then hopefully the rest will be in Florida. And this did not come easy. It came with a lot of honesty. It came with a lot of compromise. And it came with a willingness to really hear each other. And I will say that the unhealed, anxiously attached, version of me would not have been able to have those conversations. It was so vulnerable. It was hard. I wanted to shut down. I wanted to run, but I stayed present because of the work that I've done and because of the secure attachment that my partner and I have already built, we were able to navigate tough conversations and navigate them well. So even though when I started looking at land, when I started this, this vision of finding a home and building a home and having roots, even though I had no idea what it would look like or how it would unfold, I just kept taking steps. And now my partner and I will be living there together in a home that I got to pick out every single detail, um, and be involved in. And I can tell you this, it is a dream come true for me. It is a lifelong dream come true. I've had the modern farmhouse on my vision board for five years, you know? So I want to just share this with you, not to just tell you about my life, even though I know some of you are curious and dying to know, but I share it with you because I want you to realize if you have a big dream and you you're going, Oh my gosh, it's like, how am I going to do this? I don't, I don't have any idea how I want you to realize that's part of having a big dream is you don't know the how but that you can commit to the vision of what you want and you can hold the vision and you can surrender the how and you can take messy action and just keep showing up, keep showing up, keep showing up even when it's hard and that you can absolutely move towards that life that you want, right? So I hope that story is inspiring to someone. And one thing that I've been like kind of thinking about is sharing a little bit more about this on my social media, sharing the house and getting everything moved in. And it's not perfect. It's, I know that it's going to take time and it's going to be that messy action, you know? Um, But I think I will start to share just a little bit more behind the scenes with y'all on my Instagram. If that's, if that's something you'd like, Um, shoot me a DM, uh, Dr. Morgan coaching, shoot me a DM on IG. Let me know. Do you want to know 
the behind the scenes, Dr. Morgan's life, building this house and seeing it all come together. Tell me. All right. The other big life update I have for you that also involves growth mindset is I am launching a book. You've heard me talk about this so many times. And the reality is, is this book writing process took a lot longer than I thought it would. And there's some reasons why. Um, One of the reasons is I underestimated the amount of internal work that I would have to do in order to put a book out into the world. So my own healing, my own fears of rejection, learning how to be vulnerable, learning how to show up and write, even if I felt like, oh, is this going to be good enough? And I am someone who I have thought, I don't care what people think about me. I really, I really believed that I had felt that at my core prior to writing a book. And then the process of writing a book, like totally, totally threw me into a personal development spiral and just unearthed wounds that I thought were completely gone and, or completely healed, I should say. And I had to do new levels of healing to write this damn book. (laughs) And I will tell you that there was times that that was super frustrating to me that I just wanted it to be done. Um, And there was times where I procrastinated, I dragged my feet on it. And that's really why it took this long. Other reasons why it took this long is I really, really wanted it to be a value add to whoever reads it. So there's experiential work that goes along with the book. So you're not just reading, this is something that you will experience as you go through it. And that, that was really important to me. Same with this podcast, the majority of stuff I put out, I, you know, there's episodes where you're applying something to your life. You're not just listening, you're applying it to your life. So I did that with the book too. Um, and then, then the other reason why it took, it took longer is I did experience, um, loss while writing it. I, experienced the loss of one of my closest friends. I don't talk about it very much. And I'm sure at some point I will talk more about it on the podcast, but I lost my friend in 2020 who was a clinical psychologist and it rocked my world. It completely, completely shattered me. And I had to pick up the pieces and go through grieving and become a human again, following that loss. And to get to a place where I felt inspired enough and where my cup was filled up enough to give, it just took me a while, took me way longer than I thought to get back to that place. So this book, Against All Odds, is coming out. It's a labor of love. And from the bottom of my heart, I created it because I want as many people as possible to have access to healing, to be able to attract a healthy, great relationship, and most importantly, 
to heal the relationship with themselves and really step into your highest and best securely attached version of you, right? So the book is going to come out. It is going to come out January 10th of 2023. And I will have all the things for you. You will have ways to pre-order. There's going to be all kinds of info for you on that. And I, I want you to know that I just genuinely appreciate each one of you for being part of this community. And I hope that if if you get the book that you also get it for someone who needs it. Cause we know that we all have those friends who really, really need to do the work. And I think a book is a great way to reach people and help them heal. All right. Those were my updates. I'm sure there's other updates. Other random updates are I'm loving the Taylor Swift Midnight's album, and I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I'm sorry to those of you that are, but I'm not typically a big Taylor Swift fan, but loving that album that dropped. Um, Also loving the third season of Love is Blind. And you know, I'm going to have an episode on that coming out here. We have to talk about Colleen and Matt. Um, we have to talk about it. So that's that's going to be coming out, and of course the other the other couples as well. And what else? What else? What else? I think just knowing that yeah, the book is coming out. The house is getting done. I had my first successful retreat, and the podcast hit two million listens. And we have helped over close. I mean, it's, it's right around 400 women have gone through the ESL program. I can cry when I think about that, because I remember when it was the first 12 women that were going through it. And I remember just feeling amazed and just so much gratitude at 12 women and feeling like I am so grateful to connect with this many people and, and to get to this 400 number, it just blows my mind. And I, you know, I'm just so incredibly grateful for the opportunity to serve and help people heal. And once again, it goes to, to show you that show up keep taking action, stay consistent. You don't know what it's going to look like, but hold the vision. And I knew, I knew I wanted to help as many women as possible. So onwards and upwards, we hope to help as many women as possible. I'd love to help a million women heal, get off the dating roller coaster. And I'm just incredibly grateful for the opportunity to serve. Also, thinking about updates and things that are things that are happening. Um, of course, you all know this, but we have the Successful Women Great Relationships Facebook group, and I will say I'm really proud of that community, and it's really grown over the last year. We have over we have like three thousand three hundred people in there. And all these women are coming together, supporting each other, posting their dating questions. 
when I go live and offer a masterclass, I go live in there. It's just a great community. So if you haven't already, come hang out in the Successful Women's Great Relationships Facebook community. The link for that is in my Instagram bio, or you can probably just type that into Facebook. Okay. So how does this all connect to growth mindset? I know I've talked about it during this episode, but I just want to point out that growth mindset of saying, hey, I'm willing to try. I'm willing to try and fail and to say, actually, there's no failure. There's only learning. I think that's one of the reasons that I've been able to do what I've done in a short amount of time is I've always had this mindset of there's no failure. There's only learning and same goes for dating. And you all know this in my own dating journey, lots of learning, lots of growth, lots of relationships that ended badly, lots of pain experienced, but to be able to say, this is no, there's no failure. There's only learning. There's only growth. And even looking at relationships through that lens of how can I grow through this relationship and learn from what has happened instead of feeling into the pain and saying that, ooh, this happened to me. So, you know, making up narratives about what has happened to us and saying that our past is going to determine our future. I want everyone listening to remind yourself your past relationships do not determine your present or your future relationships. When you have growth mindset, you're deciding, I get to learn, I get to grow, I get to heal, and I get to create what I want in life, whether it's relationship whether it's a house, whether it's a business, I get to create what I want and I get to be intentional about it. Um, Another piece about growth mindset, and I think this one has come up a lot, so I'm going to dive into it with you all, but realizing that not everyone in your life will have growth mindset, that there will be people who don't get it right? I mean, I've experienced that in my own relationships, family, friends, et cetera, dating people that don't understand my mission, my purpose in my life, creating all the things I do in the world, people who just don't get it. And they go, well, you were a lot more fun when you used to come out and drink with us on the weekends, or you were a lot more fun when you didn't only talk about your business like people who just don't get it. And I think we have to realize that the people that are going to be with us for the long run are the people who are celebrating your growth. They're not intimidated by your growth, but they're celebrating and they're saying, wow, I'm so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. And bonus points if they say, how can I support you, right? How can I support you in your growth? And this is any area, whether it's your dating life, 
maybe you tell your friends like, Hey, I'm taking a different approach to dating. I'm not going out to the club with you anymore on the weekends. I'm really taking a different approach. Right. And I think a key distinction is people can be triggered or they can react negative negatively to change. So if you're changing, they can react negatively because they associate that change, you changing with you moving away from them or that something is wrong with them. So a lot of people make the fact that you're changing, they make it about themselves and it brings up the insecurity that they will lose the relationship with you. So that's where a lot of that negativity comes from, or, you know, making fun of you or making comments or not understanding deep down. The fear is what if I'm not good enough for you anymore? Or what if we lose our friendship? So what I have found now in years of growth and change and healing is learning how to reassure those important relationships in my life and to let them know that they are a priority and that I'm changing and to be open and honest about what I need to feel supported. So letting people know, hey, I value this relationship and I value my growth and this is what my growth looks like. Both can be true. You don't have to choose one or the other. And then um, being unapologetic and being open, honest, and direct about what I need in order to be supported. So I hope those of you who are going through a season of growth, that that's something that you can resonate with and something you can learn to incorporate. Um, But having growth mindset, of course, impacts your friendships, right? Because you're growing, you're changing, you're going to, hopefully you're going to be meeting new people. Um, and I think it's important to not let the seduction of what's comfortable keep you stuck. And just because it's comfortable, just because it's easy, we don't have to feel any fear. We're avoiding fear. We don't want to let that keep us stuck in life. So embracing growth mindset, whether it's scary, um, whether you're doubting yourself or you're scared that it might quote unquote fail. And just knowing that there is no failure. There's only learning. You owe it to yourself to hold the vision for your life and to take messy action. So I shared a lot about my life and my story with you all. And you know, just being totally honest that, wow, when I look back on my last three to four years of my life, there was a lot of uncertainty. There was a lot of taking risks and taking leaps and um, that I really am in this season where I can look back and have so much gratitude to the version of me that had growth mindset, that took the risks, and that now I'm really in a season of appreciating what my life is and really stepping into this dream life that I intentionally created and allowing myself to feel the joy and the gratitude as I step into this season. So I appreciate you all. Thank you for 
tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Morgan update and my take on growth mindset. And I want you to apply it to your life. So think about personally, is there an area of your life, whether it's relationships, career, friendships, maybe it's just even travel. There's a trip you've always wanted to take, but I want you to apply this to your life and think about what is an area of my life that I need to use growth mindset, number one, and then what are some steps I can take? What is some messy action that I can take soon? Whether it's today, tomorrow, a couple of days from now, what is something you can do right away to take some messy action towards your dream life? All right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth, great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.